Welcome to Finding Certainty with your host and U.S. Army veteran, Patrick Lang. Over the next hour, you'll learn from Patrick and his expert guests how to attract more certainty into your business and your life. Now, here is your host, Patrick Lang. Good morning and welcome to Finding Certainty, the weekly show on which we decipher and analyze all the ways where we can not only find certainty in our lives, but we can create it. This week, you're going to be hearing just from me. Back in June of this year, I had a guest who had technical difficulties. They weren't able to log on to Zoom to be able to record the show. And then with zero notice, I ended up having to do a monologue. And I actually really enjoyed it. I, uh, I realized that I could do it. I realized that it was something that maybe I should do more often. I have a goal this coming year to actually do a monologue once a month. I've planned out the topics, have a whole uh, schedule or a itinerary written out. I actually planned out the next three years where every month, one month a week or one week a month, I'm going to be focusing on a different topic. See, I believe that there is a great need out there for more certainty in our lives. That's why we started the show. That's why we started Finding Certainty, because many people are seeking more certainty in their lives. In fact, they're seeking more light. So that episode each each month, probably the first Friday of every month, uh, foreseeably, is going to be focused on not just finding more certainty in our life, but also finding more light. There's a lot of darkness out there. There's a lot of worry. There's a lot of stress. A lot of people wondering and worrying and concerned about the future. Well, I believe the future is bright. There are things we can do to make it more so. As I look uh, back on that first episode, one of the things I enjoyed about it was I was able to to share more of my own thoughts. Now, as a radio host, one of my favorite things is meeting my guests each week. There's so many different backgrounds and insights and experiences, and it is truly one of the best parts of being a radio host here on Voice America. And I get to interject a little bit. I'll share my uh, thoughts on what they're saying. We have good dialogue, et cetera, et cetera. But I always come away feeling like, man, I wish I had been able to say more. I don't want to capitalize the conversation with a guest, but I do find myself wishing I could have shared more insights and more thoughts. It's one of the reasons for this monologue. The second is that while I have more to say, I think there is more that people need to hear. There's uh, there's a lot that I can share with my audience. Um, I've had a, a, an incredible career, over 38 years in sales and, and leadership. I've been a trainer for many years of that. I was in the military for nine years. I'm a father of five, been married three times. I mean, I've gone through my share of heartache, my share of successes and triumphs. I've had some incredible mentors and I've learned a great deal along the way. From those mentors and from those experiences, I've gained some, I, I believe, valuable insights. We'll see if you agree. We'll see if you feel they're valuable as well, but I believe they can be. I believe they can bless your life 
as they have blessed mine. I was talking with my wife about it, and she said, if you do your own monologue, she said, it's kind of like a platform for you. It's almost like a pulpit. You know, she says, I, do I need to start calling you Pastor Patrick? And we joked about that. But, but realistically, being able to share a message of hope and a message of light, I guess it is kind of like a platform. It is like a sermon of sorts, sharing the good news and the insights, and the lessons I've learned that have blessed my life and hopefully can bless yours as well. As I look back over my career, it's the people that stand out most of all, both family and friends, colleagues, mentors, associates in the military, et cetera, et cetera. And I'd like to share with you some of the stories and some of the experiences I've had, but also introduce you to some of the people in my life. Today's monologue is going to be focused on the seven things that I'm most grateful for um, and the lessons that they have taught me. Hopefully you can gain something from them that can bless your life as well. I'd be remiss without saying that first and foremost, I'm grateful for my faith. I'm grateful for the blessings in my life, the knowledge of who I am and where I'm going. I'm grateful for uh, a father above who watches over us and stays close and is much closer, I believe, than most of us realize, and many times we forget. So first and foremost, I'm grateful for that. Okay, I want to move forward, though, and jump into seven things that I'm grateful for and the lessons that they teach me and that they, they can teach you, the lessons that they can that can help bless your life, in my opinion, in the process. First and foremost, I, I'd have to say it's my significant other, my best friend, my wife, Tesha Thomas Lang. We have an interesting story because we actually met when I was working for a timeshare company, oh, 20, 20 plus years ago, I was working for a company by the name of Trend West. Trend West was later bought out by Sendent and eventually by Wyndham Worldwide. They're a vacation ownership company that has properties now all over the world. And it's a unique product because you don't buy a week somewhere like a traditional timeshare. You buy points and then you can use them where you want. You can use them two days at a time, three, four, a week at a time. You can go to different locations each, each year. It gives you a lot more variety and flexibility. And originally, I was a customer of Trend West. I liked it so much, I went to work for them. Well, one day, my wife and her friend came in as guests. And she was there. She was there to make sure her friend didn't buy anything. She was the, the, the supporting actor in the show. As a result, she came. Just her kind of tag along. They were going to get a free trip out of it. I think maybe some dinner certificates or something like that. But I ended up selling her instead on buying into this vacation ownership package. That's how we met. Afterwards, in fact, I, I joked that she was my toughest customer. I think I froze there. I, I said she was my toughest customer. She took about eight hours to make a decision. But, but since that time, she and I have been able to use that product for many, many years. We didn't end up getting married immediately. It took about 10 years for us to reconnect and end up getting married 12 years ago. 
but she has since been my biggest fan and my greatest supporter. And I'm grateful for her and I'm grateful for having someone in my life who's always there for me, someone who believes in me and someone who always has my back. Now you may be listening to this. You may have a person like that in your life or you may not. I'm a firm believer that you can find that person. You can find that support network. You can find that tribe if you just go out and look for them. You're not going to find them sitting on a couch, eating Cheetos, watching the Wheel of Fortune. Nothing against it. You've got to proactively go out and find your tribe. So that's the lesson, one of the lessons that I learned, uh, that I've learned, that I would share with you, is that if you don't have that supporting cast, if you don't have that, that network, that person, or those people that can help cheer you on, go find them. Be that person to others. Go network, join groups, go to church, whatever it takes to develop those relationships. You have to get out and be proactive. But once you do, and once you establish those, those integral and important networks, they change your life. And nothing is the same. Another quick lesson, I believe, is the importance of balance when it comes to a relationship like this. My wife and I have a standing date on Friday nights. We never miss. Might be to the movies, might be to dinner, might be just sitting home, making a meal together, watching a little TV, but it is sacred time that's important to us. That's the value of the vacation ownership package that we bought because it forces us to go on a vacation every year. Even when times are tight, we've always been able to know that it's there, set aside the time and the money and then save up for it. So we make sure we go and get away together. People sometimes are surprised how often we go on vacation, but it's because it's already paid for. We already invested in it. Sometimes we'll drive somewhere. Sometimes we'll fly somewhere if, the, if it's a good year and there's a little more in the budget. But having invested in that opportunity, invested in that commitment, we're more likely to take it. A smaller example is we have a, a movie pass that we pay for. It's 20 bucks every month. It's unlimited movies at Regal Theater. And because we pay for it, we actually go use it. We're movie buffs. We like going to the movies. Sometimes there's better ones out than others. Sometimes we go more often. But knowing that it's paid for, knowing that we've already made that investment and that commitment, we're so much more likely to go and so much more likely to build our relationship in that way. So call it balance, call it commitment, call it prioritization, whatever you want to call it, it's important. So that's the first thing I'm grateful for. I'm grateful for Tesha. I'm grateful for the lessons I've learned about keeping balance, about building a tribe. I see the same thing in our team and so forth. And uh, I'm truly grateful for both those people in my life, but also those lessons that I've learned. The second thing I would add to that is that I'm grateful for my parents, John and Sulane. They may not mean anything to you. They, it may mean a, uh, you know, we all have loved ones in our life, whether they're parents or mentors, siblings, grandparents, whatever the case might be. But again, having that support network is, is so important. And 
Some of us have really extraordinary parents like my own. Some some of us have not been so lucky. Maybe we were raised in by a grandparent or in the foster system, or you know, maybe we were even an orphan and uh, did not have that support network. I'm a believer, just as I said about my, uh, my, my gratitude for my wife, is that we can go and find those support networks if we seek them. I also believe that it's important that we be willing to forgive. Now, my parents are amazing. They, they're great parents. They tried hard. They worked hard. There was a point in my life where I had to learn to forgive them. When I was a teenager, my mom and her friends started a company named Chroma International. We started it in their garage, eventually a small office in Bountiful, Utah, eventually in the Triad Center, which is one of the more prestigious buildings in downtown Salt Lake City. Their company grew exponentially. It became a, um, a franchise that they franchised all across the country. They even had franchisees overseas. And as with any growing business, it was demanding. As it happened, we started making more money than we ever had, but we also saw each other rarely. My mom and dad started working in business and they were constantly on the road. And I was left in a very real sense to raise my siblings without them. I was not that old. I was 14, 15, 16, raising my brother and sister, watching, helping out them. We, we'd stay with an aunt. We'd stay with our grandparents while my parents were on the road. And it was, it just happened. It wasn't planned. It just, it just became our life and it just absorbed us. And it wasn't until my dad became really ill. He got a rare form of meningitis that almost cost his life that we realized we'd spent more time together in the last year while he was sick than we had in the five years prior to that. Now I might have my dates and figures wrong. I was a young, a young boy at the time. For a long time, I was really upset. My sister got into some trouble um, and fell into bad habits. My brother just kind of withdrew and um, it was a hard time for me and for them. And my parents have apologized. They've, they've, they've made it right many times over. But for a long time, I was mad. I was an angry young man going into my 20s with a chip on my shoulder because I felt abandoned by my parents, by this business that had consumed our lives. I actually wrote a paper once in college called From Rags to Riches and Back Again and told our story of building this enormous company, making all this money, never seeing each other and how it impacted our lives. And then I talked about my dad getting sick and how my parents made the conscious decision following his illness to leave the company, to sell it to our, our par their partners, pay off his debt, to go back to regular jobs, right? nine to five jobs. My mom went to work for Brigham Young University as a teacher. And my dad went to work for the LDS church. Well, from rags to riches and back again, tells the story of how we, we went to not making nearly as much money and not having the, 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 the fancy cars and the big house and the, and, and, and the, the nice vacations that we took. We did go on vacations during that time. We just didn't see each other in between those. And 
and yet we were happy. We'd get to go camping. We'd get to uh, spend time together around the dinner table. We we, we, get, we got to go to church together. We got to we got to be a family again. And it took me a long time to one forgive my parents as I needed to, and let that pass. And two understand the extraordinary lessons that I learned from this experience that we all learned. One thing, I, I saw things I wanted to do in business and things I didn't want to do. I'm very serious and very passionate about keeping balance in our business because of this experience. If my partners, if our colleagues ever wonder why I'm working from my week in Hawaii or a week on a cruise to Alaska or a week you know, even just a weekend at home visiting my parents in Utah, it's because it's important to me to keep balanced. It's important to me to maintain that perspective. When it comes to family, parents or loved ones or siblings, a friend, I think it's important to let go. It's important to forgive because we all make mistakes, some inadvertently, some intentionally. Sometimes we were terribly hurt, abandoned or mistreated. But when we hold a grudge, when we hold on to that anger, that unforgiveness, we are the ones carrying that burden, not them. And so when we let go and we forgive, our whole life changes. It's like taking boulders out of your backpack that you've been carrying for miles up a trail and realizing, wow, how light you feel how much better the trip is, how, how much more beautiful the vistas are, and how much more headway you make. And so my lesson is one, to build that tribe, keep balanced, but also to forgive. Don't hold on to things that will drag you down if you don't have to. It will change everything in your life, your career, your relationships, and your outlook. That's all I have for you. We're up against our first break, but I hope these two lessons will help you in your life and your career as well. They've most certainly helped me. We'll be right back. Thanks for listening. Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Certainty Management can help create more certainty in your life with our deep discount health insurance options, even for 1099s, part-time employees, volunteers, and more. Pay less to protect yourself, your loved ones, and your team. Call 888-684-3122 for a free quote today. That's 888-684-3122. Visit us on the web at CertaintyTeam.com. That's Certainty, T-E-A-M, like Mary, dot com. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. 
If you're a nonprofit in need of funding, we can help. Certainty Management is a cost reduction firm that also helps churches, schools, sports teams, and other nonprofits raise unlimited zero cost funding. Best of all, you don't have to sell anything or ask for donations. Call 888 684 3122 to learn more today. That's 888 684 3122. Visit us on the web at certaintyteam.com. That's certainty, T E A M, like Mary.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Finding Certainty with Patrick Lang. Have a question for Patrick or his guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now, back to the show with Patrick. Welcome back to Finding Certainty. To, today, you get just me and me, myself, and I, as they say, right? I'm going to be doing a monologue like this each month and looking forward to sharing with you more of the lessons and the insights that I've gained throughout my life. First few lessons I've shared are about, one, finding balance and making sure we have it in the lessons and the relationships that we have how important that is, also the importance of forgiveness and moving forward, making sure that we're not encumbered and weighed down and and held back by the things that happen to us. Sometimes we have a hard time forgiving others. Sometimes we have a hard time forgiving ourselves, but both are essential to finding certainty in our lives. The next thing I'm grateful for is my team. I keep talking about building a tribe, finding that support network, creating connections with someone, maybe that special someone in your life, connecting with family, forgiving where we've fallen short, because we all do. Nobody does a perfect job. Even when they have every intent of doing so, we all fall short. But I also believe that we need to expand our network, expand our relationships beyond just ourselves, beyond just that one significant other or our our personal family. But also, we need to reach out and create connections. It's funny for me to say that because I'm actually a, um, I, I joke with my wife that I'm an antisocial people person. Everybody thinks I'm a people person. I'm a public speaker. I'm a trainer. I I'm a CEO, I'm a radio host, right? But I would just as soon be all by myself on a river fly fishing than anywhere else in the world. I, I, I would, I'm perfectly happy in my office with the door closed working on projects. And so I'm not that life of the party person. I'm not that, uh, that, that um, outgoing conversationalist where you're, in, you're, you're at an event or at a networking uh, meeting maybe or a party and you're just the you're just the the highlight or the focus. That's not me. I'm I'm better one on one. I think I'm good in front of a crowd. I enjoy speaking, but I'm not really what I'd call a people person. So it's taken me some some work to both understand and desire to build a tribe or a family, an extended family around me. I'm very grateful for the one that I have. It's come over time, letting one person in, 
to help me in the business. Victoria Foster was one of the very first people that I led into certainty management. I started working with her and, and she's our director of sales in North America. She's my right hand. And I'm incredibly grateful for her and her support. It took time though, for me to trust someone and to, to want to be able to share what I do and, and who we are with someone else. Jill McCauley was one of the next just key people in our circle. She's our director of admin. And um, it's an interesting story about Jill. She and my, uh, her, her, her dad and my dad, Howard McCauley, my father, John Lang, actually grew up together in Long Beach, California. They've known each other their entire lives. And one day they stopped in to Salt Lake City to visit my parents, Howard and, and his wife and Jill, their daughter. And they stopped by to meet my parents. And when they were, as they were visiting, my dad said, you should, you should meet my son, Patrick, Jill. Now, Jill is our resident rock star. She was in a rollover collision um, many years ago, over 20 years ago. She was 18 years old, driving home from her first semester at Brigham Young University, Idaho. Back then it was called Rick's College. She was driving home for Christmas. She fell asleep at the wheel. She rolled her car and she ended up paralyzed from the collarbone down. Talk about changing your perspective, right? Having to forgive yourself and others. Talk about, talk about changing your life. Um, Jill had a, an opportunity and a challenge to do just that. Well, as I've surrounded myself with people like Victoria, people like Jill, People like Brian Pointer and David Klingo and Elizabeth Dill, Mark Lepowski, Damon Hodge, the list goes on and on. As I've become friends and partners with Frank Hellring, I've understood and I understand it daily, the value of surrounding ourselves with extraordinary people, people who are better than us than we are ourselves, at least in, in, in certain areas. So as I talk about building a tribe or a network or that support network, that extended family, I think it's critical that we look for those who are strong in areas that we are weak. We need to find those who are our complement. Frank and I met actually here on Voice America. I was invited to be a guest on his radio show, Business Buzz. We hit it off. He's the one who invited me to become a, a, a host on Voice America, and I and I eventually was invited to start Finding Certainty. Well, Frank and I are about as opposite from each other as any two partners or even friends could be. He's outspoken. He's loud. He's political. <laughs> he's he's twenty years older than me. He's in his seventies. I'm more reserved, more conservative, more soft-spoken maybe, more diplomatic, <laughs> and yet we truly complement each other. We complement each other so well that we actually decided to start a second company. I have my consulting firm, Certainty Management, or the, a profit consulting firm. We're 50-50 owners. We started a company named Certainty Global, and we now have projects in multiple countries, technology joint venture projects, and I am astounded at what is happening. It never would have happened if I hadn't opened myself up 
to having partners. They say that partnership is the one of the ships that never floats, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't think that's true. I think the wrong partnerships have a hard time, but the right ones are life-changing. So my lesson to you is to be open to expanding that network, that extended family, being open to partnership, whether it's legal partnership or just um, working together, collaborating with others. I tell I tell my team often that they'll get more done if they pick someone on the team and become an accountability buddy for that person, someone they that can be a soundboard for them, someone who holds them accountable. Maybe they even go out together to make calls or they get on Zoom and do three-way calls together or they they brainstorm, they they um, they just work together. One plus one doesn't just equal two. I believe it equals three. Or even if you stand side by side and you work together, one plus one equals 11. Think about that. I look at my, uh, my uh, partnerships. Not too long ago, we opened up a, the chance to own a piece of certainty management, our efficiency firm to our team and a handful of the associates stepped up. I now have seven partners in certainty management. I still own the majority. I own 51%, but I have seven partners. And each one brings something different to the table, different insights, different experiences, different questions, different ideas and energy. And it is incredible. One of the lessons I've had to learn, and this is my lesson for you, is one, it's worth it to consider it, but be selective. Don't rush into it. Know what you're looking for and make sure you find it. Don't just jump into partnership without thinking it through. And secondly, learn how to delegate. It's hard for me. I'm a bit of a micromanager. I I, I, I invariably tend to think I can get it done faster. I'll just do it myself. But then I take on too much. As I've had to learn to uh, to not just offload anger and resentment, not just learn to forgive, but also learn to delegate, to share the workload, amazing things happen. I gave a project to Victoria this week that I've been working on for weeks. She had the thing done in about two days. I, I, I asked Jill not too long ago to start helping manage my email because I was constantly behind on emails. She does an extraordinary job keeping up on it. She actually responds to emails sometimes as me or as her explaining that I'm out of town or not available. And and it's just been a huge way off my shoulders. It's enabled me to get other things done. When we collaborate, call it delegation, call it collaboration or, or just teamwork, amazing things happen. Enough about that. As I look at my blessings and I consider my wife, my parents, my siblings as well, but also my team. I'm truly grateful for the people in my life. I'm also grateful for the opportunities that we have. When I started opening myself up to partnership and opening myself up to growing our team, we invariably started developing more opportunities. It's almost like a domino effect or a snowball effect where you start taking off the blinders and opening up your eyes to opportunities. And those opportunities almost invariably present themselves. 
not only do they present themselves, but they start to multiply. It's like a ripple effect. Okay, I, I talk about it often as a snowball rolling down the hill, picking up speed, getting larger as it goes. We've made three changes in certainty management over the last few years. The first was me bringing on more associates and eventually partners. The second thing was expanding our services. We went from offering one cost reduction service. I worked in imaging technology. I can come in and cut your printer and copy your contract in half. You don't have to pay anything up front or out of pocket. You don't even have to switch vendors, but we can literally cut that contract in half for you, your current printer and copier agreement. We went from there to starting to add additional products and services. Now we help companies reduce their costs. We help them make more and keep more. And we do this in a dozen different ways. And we've expanded our outlook to not just helping for-profits to become more efficient, to drive more dollars to their bottom line through cost reduction, through tax credit recovery, through deep discount benefits, et cetera, et cetera. But we also expanded. And the third thing we added was we realized that we could do more than just make income. We could make a difference. We started using our expertise to help nonprofits raise unlimited funding at no cost to them. We don't charge them for our help. We just came across one of the most extraordinary fundraisers we've ever seen in partnership with a company named TransactCard, where a company can add this simple banking uh, platform, this bank card, to their repertoire, share it with their members, the members of their church, the, their boosters and fans of their nonprofit organization, maybe just the, the families that are part of this youth sports uh, association or football team or soccer team, high school, children's hospital, whatever the case might be. All they have to do is use this bank card. And when they do, a portion of everything they do will flow back to their organization. Imagine a pastor who shares this card with their entire membership. Maybe it's a mega church, thousands of members. Every time they use this bank card anywhere in the world, a portion of those earnings flow back to the church. It helps pay for their next mission trips. Maybe the addition they've been wanting to, uh, uh, maybe the addition that they've been wanting to, to finish or paying for a youth pastor or something. But talk about an extraordinary fundraiser because you don't have to buy anything new. You buy your gas, your groceries, your travel, your tires, pay for your rent, pay for your internet. We have people literally paying their rent each month on this card. And a portion will go back to that nonprofit organization that introduced them to it for whom they care. Talk about a ripple effect, right? Talk about being able to not just do business, but do good. It's a revenue stream for us and anyone involved, but it also is an enormous blessing to those with whom we share it. My advice to you is to, as you consider opportunities, whether it's starting your own business, expanding your business, whatever, but to have courage, don't be afraid. Don't be, don't be nervous about it. Don't, don't feel like you have to know how it's going to happen. Just know that it's going to happen. Know that it's a direction you want to go and step out into the dark. 
I think of the uh, the movie with Harrison Ford in it, one of the Indiana Jones movies where he was looking for the Holy Grail. And he had to step out into this chasm, into the dark, not realizing that there was a, a hidden path in front of him. It's exactly how I feel like, exactly how we've tr we, we built certainty management. It's exactly the, the path that we've gone down. We've had to step out into the dark multiple times with multiple vendors, multiple associates, multiple opportunities. And yet, invariably, more often than not, we've landed on our feet. And even the times when we didn't, when we went down a path that turned out to be a dead end or a vendor relationship that after a little while we realized it wasn't working. We just turned around, backed up, and got back on the path. Sometimes you fail, but as long as you fail forward, extraordinary things happen. Amazing results will come. And that ripple effect or snowball effect or domino effect will continue to grow and grow and grow. Not only will you make more money, but you'll touch more lives. You'll grow as a person and as an organization. Incredible things happen. We're up against our next break. It's amazing how fast this hour flies by, but I hope this lesson helps as well. Look for those opportunities. Have faith that they will come. Step out into the dark. Don't be afraid. Surround yourself by good people, people who are better than you that can help you get there. And incredible things will come to pass. If you're starting out, if you're considering starting your own business, do it on the side at first and then go full-time when you can. Juggle two, three jobs. Surround yourself by people who can help, but don't be afraid. Know that you can do it. Know that it's worth it. It can change your life and also those of many people around you. We are on the precipice of certainty of changing millions of lives not just our own. And that's, and that's what I'm excited about. We're up against our next break. Don't go away. I'll be right back. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. If you're a nonprofit in need of funding, we can help. Certainty Management is a cost reduction firm that also helps churches, schools, sports teams, and other nonprofits raise unlimited zero cost funding. Best of all, you don't have to sell anything or ask for donations. Call 888 684 3122 to learn more today. That's 888 684 3122. Visit us on the web at certaintyteam.com. That's certainty, T E A M, like Mary.com. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Certainty Management can help create more certainty in your life with our deep discount health insurance options, even for 1099s, part-time employees, volunteers, and more. Pay less to protect yourself, your loved ones, and your team. 
Call 888-684-3122 for a free quote today. That's 888-684-3122. Visit us on the web at CertaintyTeam.com. That's Certainty, T-E-A-M, like Mary, dot com. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. are listening to Finding Certainty with Patrick Lang. Have a question for Patrick or his guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now, back to the show with Patrick. Welcome back to Finding Certainty. As I said, you're stuck with me and only me this morning, but that's okay. I hope you're enjoying the the thoughts and the lessons that I'm sharing with you, they've most definitely impacted my life and that of many others. And hopefully they can bless your life as well. As I've talked about my wife, my parents, our team, and the opportunities that we have and are enjoying, I would be remiss if I didn't say, if I didn't admit that we have gone through challenges to get to where we are today. And I'm actually grateful for those challenges. I'm grateful for uh, the growing experiences and the things we've learned and the stretching that has happened. I think one of the keys to certainty is being grateful for the good and the bad, for the highs and the lows, the peaks and the valleys. I'm a big reader. I read history historical fiction, biographies. I enjoy a novel every now and then. I enjoy reading about founders of America. The list goes on and on. I read a lot of religious texts, the Bible, the Book of Mormon, the the Koran, the Talmud. I, I really enjoy learning these eternal principles that are taught in many different venues. There's a story in the Book of Mormon about a young prophet named Nephi. He doesn't get along with his brothers. There's a time when they're, uh, there's many times when they are, uh, he is abused and mistreated by his older brothers, Laman and Lemuel. There's a time once where he was literally tied to the mast of their ship for three days. And a storm is raging. His wrists and ankles are chafed. And his brothers are mocking him and, and, being making merry and and they're they're really bad dudes, right? But Nephi, to his credit, the entire time he is tied to this mast in this rainstorm, he actually not just weathers through, but he literally praises God. Okay, he 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 prays and he he gives thanks and he. He praises God. He thanks him for his blessings, even while he's going through this terrible experience. I heard once that if you are fortunate enough to have chronic pain and you use it for what it's worth, it will change your life. That sounds really odd, right? Fortunate to have chronic pain. What the speaker was talking about, though, is that if we if we use our challenges and our trials for what they're worth, we take a more universal perspective, a spiritual perspective versus just a temporal perspective, 
we will gain from those trials and those challenges extraordinary growth and incredible blessings. Think about this. Uh, Every time something bad happens to you, you get cut off in traffic. Somebody's rude to you. It could be from a small thing like stubbing your toe all the way up to a big thing like losing a loved one. How do you respond to that experience? From a spiritual standpoint, I was told once that if we will, in our minds, picture Christ suffering in the Garden of Gethsemane and think to ourselves, this is a glimpse of what he felt many times over to infinity, right? This is my chance to come to know him. The scriptures say, come unto Christ. Whether you're a Christian, you're a Muslim, you're a Jew, it really doesn't matter. It's about becoming more of who you are, whether it's coming to Christ or coming to a realization of your full potential. Do you use those experiences in life, those mortal experiences to grow or to wither? Do you become angry and resentful or do you overcome and inspire both yourself and others? Well, I'm a firm believer that if we take the latter and we overcome and we take those experiences and grow from them, amazing things happen. I've always said that we can have hindsight. That's easy. 2020 hindsight, we look back on an experience and look at how much we grew, the lessons we learned, and we we gain from those incredible experiences, right? And insights and, and maturity and depth. We can have foresight where we plan ahead and goal setting and strategy and forecasting. All that's important, especially in a business. But I believe one of the most important skills is mid-sight. While we are going through experiences, trials, whether they're good or bad, but while we are going through them, we stop and ask ourselves, are we gaining from this everything we should? Are we doing what we need to right now? Am I learning what I'm supposed to? Am I sucking the marrow out of this? As uh, Robin Williams said in the Dead Poets Society, am I, am I benefiting and both myself and others to the greatest extent possible, or am I just weathering through? We can just survive or we can thrive. And I 100% believe it comes down to how we view it, what we think of it, our mindset, our thoughts, and ultimately our responses. So I'm grateful for our, our, our trials. I'm grateful for the challenges we've had, but I'm also grateful for the lesson I've learned about the ability to pivot to not just overcome, but actually be grateful for those experiences. Just like Nephi, the prophet in that story I shared, to be grateful. When his brothers finally untied him, he actually prayed, and the storm immediately calmed. The lesson teaches us that if we stay focused, not just, not just able to overcome and make it through, but But if we have the perspective that this was of value to me, amazing things happen. And we come out of it at the other end when the storm has calmed a better person. Okay, I need to move on. The next lesson I am grateful for is my children. I mentioned that I was married. uh, If you're on the YouTube video, I talked a little bit about how I've been married three times. Married for seven years to my high school. I call her my sweetheart, but my best friend from high school. And uh, she had a hysterectomy at 28. And it kind of caused some problems. 
she was going through menopause at 28 years old. She was dealing with all of the out, the, the fallout from that. And I came home from a business trip once and she was gone. I've never seen her since then. It broke my heart. I married a widow next, young widow with three children. Thought I'll try this again. And um, they were four, three, and one. We had two boys together. I literally went from zero children to four children in a year. And um, my friend complained once he had five children. He said, I had to go through 45 months of pregnancy to have five children. And I said, well, you had 45 months to get ready for five children. I was thrown in you know, baptism by fire. I was thrown in at the deep end. But I am truly grateful for the opportunity to be a father. Now, anyone who's been a, a parent or anyone who's mentored young people, they know it's it's hard. We had four teenagers at once in our house. They're now 17 to 25. They're doing some amazing things. I've got two academics who got scholarships to uh, University of Oregon and Wellesley College, and I have two Division One athletes. My daughter was a gymnast for the Ducks on their tumbling team. And my son is a diver for Cal State. Our youngest is a senior in high school. So they're doing great things, but it was a lot of work. But I'm grateful for the lessons I've learned by being a dad. We ended up, after nine years of marriage, actually getting divorced unexpectedly. She apologized, but said she'd married me so the kids could have a dad. And she said, you deserve to be married to someone who marries you for you. Talk about trials. Well, that was a hard one. But I came out of it not just uh, open to another relationship. I was, I was hurt. I was devastated. But I was also optimistic that there was more in life in store for me. And that's when I reconnected with Tesha. I actually saw her dad first. And, and I asked him if she was how she was doing. I hadn't seen her for 10 plus years. And and uh, asked him if she had ever gotten married. He said, no, she's still single. He'll, here's her number. <laughs> My father-in-law and I are good friends. But but I uh, I ended up getting married again. She became a bonus mom to my five children. As I look at being a father, the lessons I've learned are too many to count, certainly here on this show. But my the my lesson to you is this. Whether you become a parent yourself, you may want to be a father or a mother. Maybe you, 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 you want that opportunity. Maybe you'll get it. Maybe you won't. Some do, some don't. My first wife, unfortunately, wasn't able to have children. She did end up adopting two children. And for that, I'm grateful. But I, I'm a firm believer that if you will look for ways to mentor and support young people, your own or others, you will be incredibly blessed. If you're ever feeling down, the best way to feel better is to go out and give service to others. I was a missionary for two years. Every missionary who serves a, a mission for the church will typically tell you it was the best experience in their life. And it's usually because they've gone out and focused on everyone but themselves. One of the greatest ways to create more certainty in your life and more light in your life is to look outward versus inward. You can't help but feel better when you're serving others, whether they're your kids, 
coaching a, a little league soccer team, giving service, working at, at a soup kitchen. It doesn't matter. If you give service to others, you'll change, and it will change you forever. The last thing I'm grateful for is this show. I'm grateful for Frank Hellring introducing me to Voice America, inviting me to, to meet with Robert Cellino, our general manager. Grateful to Robert when he met me, hit it off. We uh, we hit it off. We He felt like there was something to be said with a show about certainty. And uh, I'm grateful for this opportunity. I'm grateful for the, for the people that I've met, the platform that it's created, the, the credibility that it creates. I'm grateful for the reach that it has. Recently learned that Finding Certainty is one of the fastest growing shows on Voice America. Out of 500 shows worldwide, weekly talk shows, Finding Certainty is one of the fastest growing. And I'm grateful to you, my listener. I'm grateful for your patronage. If you've just stumbled across this show, I hope you gain something from it today. If you're a frequent listener, I'm grateful for you coming back week after week as we unpack all the different ways to find and create certainty in our life. As we start each month out with a monologue, I'm going to be talking about topics like community and compassion, work ethic. The list goes on. We're going to be analyzing light and certainty and how do we infuse it into our life, not just find it, not just create it or uncover it, but infuse it. I believe that that is one of the most important secrets to certainty is to infuse it, to, to force it. When I say force it, I mean we don't just wait for it. Right? We go after it. I gave my example earlier of sitting on the couch eating Cheetos, watching Will of Fortune. Nothing against Will of Fortune, but I'm talking about waiting and hoping that something happens rather than getting up, going out, and making it happen. Going out and, and seeking those relationships, seeking those opportunities, working through the challenges, failing forward, picking ourselves back up, and continuing on. And through it all, being grateful for the process. Grateful for the people in our lives, grateful for the opportunities that we create and watching them unfold, grateful for the challenges that will invariably beset us. If we know they're coming, we can be ready. When they happen, we won't be surprised. We won't say, why me? Instead, we say, why not me? This is life. This is, this is the mortal experience. I know you can do it. I appreciate you listening. I know we can do it together. I'm looking forward to the journey. The future is bright. Thanks for listening. Have a fantastic weekend. Come back next week. Got an amazing lineup of guests for the rest of the month of December. And I uh, look forward to introducing them to you and sharing with you more insights into light and certainty in your own life. Take care. And we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks for tuning into today's episode of Finding Certainty. We hope you've gained some more insight into how to create more certainty in your own business or nonprofit. Join us next week for another taste of the certainty experience. Until then, we wish you greater certainty in all that you do.